What in the nine hells is going on over here? Uh, what's it look like? We're going in. Going in? Are you out of your mind? There's 30 hostages in there for all we know. All we know? We don't know shit, Knight. If there's hostages, why hasn't anyone asked for ransom? If they're terrorists, where's their goddamn list of commands? All we know is that someone shot up your sleigh, and it could be the same nut job that you've been talking to on your stones. What about the damn body that's hanging off the roof? Who the hell knows? Maybe he was some Numenite paladin who found out Solstice was stolen from the fairies. Chief, we're ready. I'm coming. Attention, pole ice. Attention, pole ice. This is... This is Winter Duke Bobinson. Who is this? Okay, okay. This is the kidnappers. I want 40 snapping dragon tails in a nice bouillabaisse soup, warmed, carried on the back of 40 eunuchs. Uh, to show that we are honest. A small offering. A hostage. On fire! <laughs> That's a 22 for intimidate check. Um. God damn, didn't you hear him? He practically pulled the goddamn trigger himself. He gave that man to them. Uthgar, can't you read between the damn lines? He did everything he could to save him. If he gave himself up, they'd both be dead. Maybe. And maybe they'd at least be talking to us. Now tell your partner to stay out of it. Or so help me, if he lives through this, I'll put him behind bars myself. He's alone, tired, hunted, and hasn't seen diddly squat from us. And you think he's gonna give a flying fuck about what you're going to do to him? Bobinson, wake up and smell the shit you're shoveling. Anytime you want to go home, warlock, consider yourself dismissed. Bobinson, you couldn't drag me away. Night. Bud, you still with me? What's going on, bud? I'm here, Roy, but I'm, uh, kind of busy right now. Let's talk later, all right? Oh, Winter, you're coming in. That's it, isn't it? Krampus, no, I told you that you're dealing with here. I said we'll talk later, Roy. If you're what I think you are, you should know when to listen, when to shut up, and when to twinkle. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. We want to wish you all a Merry Solstice, which is our strange seasonal winter holiday around here. Today, I'm going to be Santa's little helper, and, well, we like to keep it in the holiday spirit. And I'm doing that by, by steadily and methodically murdering the PCs that I've had my players make. Uh, those players are to my left. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, Red, uh, Red, Red, I killed you last time. What are you playing this time? Well, uh, after Reggie grabbed some crab legs and hauled ass, because this was A not going to turn... Sorry. Introduce yourself first, and then I'll ask that. That was bad. Yeah, bad, Jay. Bad. Yeah, bad describe it. Describe why you're bad. 
Vivid uh, detail. Harder. Use the description. Hit me. What color panties are you wearing? Ugh. None. Oh. Ah! That's how we you know it's... Slut. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how we know it's the real Jay and not a body snatcher. All right, Randall, to my, uh, and to my left. Uh, hi, this is Randall, returning once more to try and steal that nice, fat sack. It's just looks so good. Uh, and uh, if you guys remember last time, I was playing... Uh, an Asimar who was hanging out. Yeah, uh, but he was he was my first success story. I hung him from the the missile pole. Hey, yeah. he hung himself. No, there was no. a rope that was thrown not by me. <laughs> he was, he was thrown name. from the window by me and hung by you guys. <laughs> it was great. Uh, and hey, was his last I was just name trying to the halls, okay? <laughs> you text something, man. And after that, uh, I played Reggie, the Dragonborn. Uh, but he, he grabs, he just was there for crab legs and it just looked like he it was going sideways. He stole the crab legs and left. Yeah. He was a douche. He's they the biggest the, monster they here. They didn't have the garlic butter sauce, dude. Don't talk about it. But you and... still ate the crab legs, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Valid. Uh, and. Valid insult. Valid. Uh, and today I am playing Bark, uh, the Kenku great weapon fighter. And may, may I ask what? This Kenku's tie-in with uh, Soulsmith would be. Oh, I'll say it uh, in character. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. He needs a, he needs a set of um, of of like phrases to work with. Um, um, oh, I got him. Hey, Mary Soulsmith. Crow's car, not Bach. <laughs> you fucking God. I'm a chicken Kenku, you offensive motherfucker. There's no, 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 no such You just assume you can be a chicken Arakoa, but you can't be a fucking chicken Kenku, you dumb slut. <laughs> wow. This is a fantasy world where dragons exist hey, and I can't be a dumb, chicken. He's just a slut. <laughs> what, what's a Christmas bird? He's a turkey. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to die for sure. Again, Burr. Kenku are very specifically. No, one he's a bird. goose. He's got to be a goose. Uh, he could be a f- he could be like a game hen if he was small. He could be my wingman. <laughs> yeah, wait, is this Kanku or Tengu? Kanku. It's, it's are the tiny ones or the big ones? Uh, sure. The tiny ones. Yeah. Kanku are are no bigger than five feet. Yep. Okay. Perfect. All right. Now that I know that, uh, who's to your left? Metaphorically, know. physically, Who is emotionally. To I don't know. Who wants to be to his left? Try it out. <laughs> All I know is that I usually ask two or three times before I'm right, so it's probably not me. Well, welcome back, folks, to our fireside chat here at the Torchlit Tavern, where, once again, you join us for the escapades of our ridiculous characters. In this case, I am Strana, and I'll be playing Greya, the Kobold Warlock, level 5. And please have fun with us. Okay! He's also going to use his new uh, dad with a loaded scotch in front of the fireplace voice to read us a nice Christmas tale <laughs> at some point, I'm sure. You're also a little uh, sick, Strana? Yeah. Yeah, if you... yeah, we'll address that. Yeah. I'll, I will I'll, do my best to remove the unsightly taste. sounds of him coughing so that you can but, just judge him on his voice quality rather yeah, than this sounds. Yeah, try to the sounds of him talking, though. I know yeah. there's some confusion there. It's difficult to tell. The wave files are almost identical. Um, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle mm, all the noisy. way. My name is Mitch and I'll be playing Miss Gary today. Jeff, go! All right. That's right, everybody. Welcome back. It's Jeff here, your favorite uh, man about town, and I will again be playing Agram, your 
man who pulls out a book. So let's fucking let's real quick. What what is the book titled? I don't know if we've said this or if we should re-say it. Uh, so I originally said uh, quotes that matter, or it was, I think it was quotes and affirmations for those who follow. Yes, yeah, it was <laughs> words for those who follow. Yes, yes. Uh, and and that is what the 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 book is titled: words for those who follow. Uh, or that's what the outside of the book says. The actual book is uh, the gospel and hymns of Krampus. Okay. Our Savior and Lord of the festivities and seasons. Yes. Because we are celebrating Solstice, and I'm celebrating Solstice by telling them to make bad guys. They made servants of Krampus for the most part, though that wasn't a requirement. They are currently working for a man named William Clay, trying to steal Santa's sack from a group of warlocks who are powerless to stop them at the moment. But a surprise uh, guest at the party they crashed has been messing things up. Uh, but before we get real into that, Jeff, please, uh... Yes. No, no, I want to do it. Somebody left, do it. somebody left the door open, there's it. a lot of snow in our tavern. I want to do it. Uh, you want to help out with tavern keeping this... I want to do it. This, no, I want to do it. This, I want to do, do it? I have been okay. doing a shit Take ton of research reins. on people that have lots of fucking videos in gaming. And I've been looking up gamer, oh, like, no. YouTubers and podcasters, <laughs> and I think, I think I have figured out how we get... Like two billion whatevers. Okay, go. Are you ready? You ready? Yes. Hey, yo, guys. How y'all doing today? I just want to say, if you can swing down there and give me a like and a dub and a follow, you know, that'd really be great. We're just trying to do what we're doing today. It's awesome. I love you guys. You're great. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can follow us on YouTube, but you can't look at us yet. Check out our Facebook. You know, we're really just doing everything we can for you. We love telling the story. So, you know, hey, y'all, guys. Yeah, and uh, let's get this uh, show on the road. Yeah. Based on my extensive research, that is the pinnacle introduction. I'm sold. Fantastic. I've already liked, subscribed, and followed. I've also See? written us a review, which is the most helpful thing you can do. Five stars, Absolutely. guys. And in case you're curious, all of those things are, of course, at the same old name, same old game. Let's talk about it. Torchlit Tavern. That's right. We got a website and a, and a Patreon, too. So we'd love to see you. We love you. Let's play. Yeah, please uh, continue to like, rate, subscribe, recommend us to a friend. Uh, we Fucking love our listeners. Share that shit too. That's great too. Thank you again. That. It's the best gift you can give us for Solstice. Use the hashtag. Maybe we'll throw you in 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 the game. We're casting for villains. We're we're casting for villains. Jay needs a villain. He told me. Do it. Put your name up. Volunteer. And maybe maybe you get to murder one of the players in Made Podcast. I don't know yet. I don't write the story. Yeah. But I, I can hope. God, I, have I, new, can hope. I have new NPCs coming up. If you get on it quick, you might be get you might be able to get in here. But you would need to. Help, you know, spread our word. Tweet us. Uh, share us on Facebook. Something. Get, get, yeah, let, like, let me know you exist. Come also, on. real talk, yes. let us know how you feel about our holiday specials and stuff. It's true. We like doing I, them. And if you guys want more of that or you lying. want more of, like, Monster of the Week or whatever the hell we do, let us know. We can He's do that for you. He's desperately praying that the that the listeners will weigh in and tell him, tell me to stop torturing them on on Christmas. That's what he really wants. Don't they give him that stop. satisfaction. Tell him how much you love these. No, no, more Monster of the Week. I love watching Jay cringe on video chat. I'm only sad that I can't share that with you. Yes. I'm working on it. <laughs> the Father's yeah. Day episode, I watched the color drain from his face and the man just melt into his chair when I described that beholder beast with all of its lidless, gazing eyes. All right, Strana, what was that before I start us up? As we all know, it's always about the listener. 
I, I, I noticed there were a lot of moments when Strada did get talked over in the last recording. So once again, I'm trying to bring it back if necessary to make sure he gets what he says. Though a lot of what you were doing is Grio was singing and chanting in the background, so I just turned it into that. <laughs> I just Describe it for us, Jay. Describe it for it. Uh, a small, annoying white kobold was capering and 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 singing uh, bad Christmas carols while you were torturing a man to death. Merry Solstice. This is the this is the kind of Solstice joy that we bring to your to your December. I'll I'll have you know, Ogrim brings no joy. All right. Ogrim brought me so much joy. He brings two things: help, words, and pain. Help. Help. He also brought me a lot of toys to play with that Help. ruined an elevator. Son of a bitch. Help. We begin our episode. Help. In a Wait, hang on, hang on. You never gave the fucking bird his quotes. You son of a bitch. Uh, we're gonna have to just give... Yeah, we're gonna have to give them to him on the fly. You guys are gonna need to talk to the bird. Uh, so your, your, your five words are trash can kitty, uh, <laughs> trash can kitty, uh, antiquing, uh, wise mech, more eggnog. Brontosaurus. On that, Kitty antiquing. Antiquing, eggnog, and Brontosaurus. No, more Those eggnog. The phrase is specifically more eggnog. More eggnog, more yeah. More eggnog. Got it. Yeah, uh, let's get, throw him a couple more seasonal ones. This is Solstice. Uh, uh, revenge. Uh, sleigh bells. <laughs> sleigh bells, revenge, uh, mistletoe. Yes, fucking definitely pig. mistletoe. Fucking pigs. Yes. Fucking, fucking pigs. Oh, fucking pigs. <laughs> fucking pig. Got it. Got it. That's enough. So Done. Those those are your phrases. You may you may learn more, and you have to I, make those mean whatever I got, you want. I got some beats. I got a couple. I got a couple beats that I want to hit today, and it's one or two combat. So let's get into it, guys. Let's ride. We begin our episode in a tall white tower. At the top of the frozen north, a red-striped pole of crystal ice and white snow reaches nearly dozens of floors into the sky. A snowstorm swirls around as the red and green twinkly lights of several pole ice vehicles surround the tower. The winter fae that guard this realm have called in their response teams. Two heavily armored sleighs bearing armed fairies and pulled by large white dogs glide swiftly forward on the powdered snow towards the front entrance of the Tower of Eight Rains. William Clay has called you off from your chase of the troublesome warlock, who has only revealed himself as Roy, a party crasher that has caused the loss of several of your assets and one of your team members. You have been ordered to repel the invading Police team on its way to your front doors. Roll initiative. Yeah, so we, uh, yeah, so you guys are starting up with the tower under attack, and you guys can take positions... Uh, wherever you think is best. They're coming in through that bottom, same bottom floor. They're coming in through the same bottom floor that you guys entered through last session. <laughs> I plugged them up. I plugged okay. them up. And, and the, where's this, where's this guy at? Do we have any idea where he's, where Roy is? Last you saw him, he had, uh, escaped you. Uh, you've been called off of him because of this assault is more, uh, important. I mean, I'm fully committed to killing this man. I know you are. As am I. And if you do ignore uh, William Clay's orders to repel the police, that is your prerogative. So uh, he's in the wind as far as we know then, right? At, for the moment. The, he, 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 he disappeared uh, after you, I believe your last encounter with him was you had fallen down the elevator shaft and he had gotten away. 
uh, something like that. It wasn't I'd fallen down the it, elevator it, it, you shaft. Were, you were caught in the elevator shaft when he had – the doors had shut, yeah. I believe. Oh, yes. Also, the elevators are now Poison. poisonous. Yes. So. The elevators are out of service unless you want to take poison damage. And uh, so that's going to limit your guys' mobility as far as getting to uh, where you need to go. That being said, you have just enough time to get where you need to be if you want to just repel invaders. If you're uh-huh. going hunting after uh, Roy, then you'll need to – uh, still roll initiative because you'll be acting during the combat. Uh, Bach's gonna go repel the invaders, as he was told. His and name is Bach. Yeah, B A W K. Like okay, yeah, got it. And uh, he's gonna head down there, and as he does, he you know starts walking, and he just goes fucking pig. My boy Freud. I have the perfect plan. We uh, uh, hats off and. Much love to our cop listeners. To be fair, um, he's specifically referencing two boars. He uh, is specifically referencing two boars. The fact that not, he used that phrase cop that. while cops are assaulting your... <laughs> Sorry, pull ice. Yeah. More eggnog. Uh, uh, Gary is making her way down the stairs. She is using her string to tie an oil flask to her lit torch. Like an old World War II German hand grenade. All right. So our initiative order is going to be. Oh, I need my. I need a notepad. Hold on. I'm, I'm not, going to BRB. Lol. I'm not. I'm not fucking prepared. Is that a surprise? What? No. no. I've never heard of this before. Right. Wild. Yeah, man. All right. So we're going with. Uh, who won here? Oh, Jeff and who's who's Torchlit Tavern number two? Grio, uh, then I, I need to remember everyone's name. Grio, then Ogram. We then, need Gory. No, Grio is is Strana. He goes yeah. first. Wow. Well, yes. No, no, and then Bach. Oh, it's a baby! Oh, ah. a little baby. A baby has entered the entered the fight. Welcome once again, folks. We now have a baby in the fight now. That's right. So, Gory's shit changed to 11? Okay. Not that it didn't really change your initiative. Uh, and they all rolled bupkiss, so... Excellent. Hi, baby! Everybody take a moment to bask in the adorable... Look at all those losers, Every, baby. Everybody Aww. who listens to the podcast... Roll uh, the dice. Roll it. There is a child. Higher than an eight. Fuck yeah! She rolled 14. Think- I'm taking her initiative. She rolls 14? That's still yeah. a 4, but better than you. We figured it out, Mitch. She rolls for you from now on, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you finally figured it out. You've got a buddy. Got so you have to come out. with me to D&D. Why, uh, Chad? I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you roll 12s, too, and I can't, so. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, yeah. So, what? Do you, where are you guys as this combat begins? Because... Um, you so, guys saw them on their way. William Clay has ordered you guys to take positions. What are you up to? Uh, everybody first, and then we'll talk to Jeff, because I think Jeff might be doing something right. else. Yeah, so, I, I think Some I real might. quick questions. Uh, first and foremost, on the elevator, is it poisonous gas or coated in poison? It is poisonous gas. He, t- he said that a poison he had was inhaled uh, poison. So, we're su- for, so for, for the foreseeable future, that particular the bottom of the elevator shaft... And I'm just gonna say the whole fucking thing is is dangerous. Yeah, the it's a the 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 poison in the shaft is called burnt other fumes, 
and uh, a creature succeed, uh, subjected to this must succeed on a DC 13 constitution save and throw or take. I think it's burnt uh, ochre fumes, but it is definitely burnt other fumes now. <laughs> no, no, it's O-T-H-U-R. Odor. Okay. Other. Burnt other fumes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, it could be other, but it's, okay. it's not ochre. Uh, or take 10. It totally is ochre. Uh, 3d6 poison damage. Alright. Which, you know, you guys are level 5. It's not great. I would avoid it if I were y'all. And a toxin. On each success, a successive failed save, character takes 3 1d6 poison damage. Oh. Anyway, so Strana, where so, are you setting uh, up? Uh, Griot will pop a antitoxin vial and then proceed okay. into the flo- ground floor into the elevator. With a nefarious plan. <laughs> uh, okay. What? Are you, so, like I said, you get to start where you want. What? What? What are you going for by being in the elevator shaft? Uh, well, when they appear, I, I put some caltrops in in the front corridor. Uh, coat. I coat those in poison, and uh, then after that, I hide, waiting for them to appear. You want them to enter the building? Well. Then. Since this is the main entrance lobby area, yes, come in. Oh, okay. So you just use the elevator shaft to get to the bottom. No, I'm trying quickly. to funnel them into the elevator. I'm trying uh, because this is nasty poison. I'm trying to get them into it. My okay. spell will pull them ten feet. Wait, I see. So where have you put uh, the caltrops? Basically, then? out in front of the floor, in front of the elevator, elevator, at, in the ground floor. Okay. All right. Um. All right. So I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah, to build a kill box, Who's next? I, I, okay, yeah, I get you. All right, so next up is Ogrim, actually, with your initiative. So where do we find you at the beginning of this conflict? So they're coming into the ground floor. I'm going to go uh, up uh, up two floors, and in the stairway, the only stairway left, lay my cow troops, which are also <laughs> coated in poison, specifically okay. drow poison. So you are stopping anybody from coming in from above? Correct. Okay. Also catching anybody because you go you'll be knocked unconscious or or uh or uh paralyzed if poisoned through by the drop poison. So if he's above us cuz I don't know where he is. Yeah. And that gives me three floors cuz I went up two floors so the floor I was in and the two floors above. That gives me three floors to search for him. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to shift and uh, make a survival check after... Real quick, since it's been a little while, what do you shift into? I shift into a cat. Specifically a savannah cat. A savannah cat? Out here in the frozen north. What color? It's the same color they all are. I don't know what color that is. It's like an orangish. Okay. Not tawny. Uh, While he does that, Strana... I need you to roll that dis- that advantage uh, con roll against these burnt Oether fumes. 13. You have to be a 13. I'm good. <laughs> that's a... that's a Okay, don't even need that. Didn't need that antitoxin, apparently. Uh, or take 10 and... On each successive failed save. No. After three successful saves, the poison ends. So you will need to do that every turn because you've moved through the poison, I guess? Yes. And once you get three successful ones, it ends. Okay, so they treat poisons kind of like death saves. 
That one. Or at least that one. Yeah. Good to know. All right. Uh, <laughs> after Ogrim sets up his kill box for a much different prey, uh, Bok, our new uh, furry friend or feathered friend, uh, oh, what are you up to? Um, well, uh, real, real quick, can I set, can I just address the fact that we now officially have uh, a hairy boy, a scaly boy, <laughs> a feathered boy, and then I guess another hairy boy. That's great. Because you're a bugbear or, or a hobgoblin, right? And so, he's a bugbear. Is he a bug? He's a bugbear. Yeah. Now I I have a question for you, Jay. Just so I understand where everything is. Yeah. Have Have they come in through the doors? Are the doors no, open? No, not yet. Not yet. You You guys are setting up as they are making a move toward the front door. The uh, The two sleighs that you guys saw or uh, that Clay has pointed out are heading toward your front door at, as an assault, and they're going to try to break in, much like you guys did. Only you guys did it a little more quiet. Uh, so my secondary question is: Everybody else is setting up so that they're drawing them in to sh- to basically get them in a kill box, right? Uh, well, that's what Grio has done. Ogrim is yes, not there. Are no plans with anybody else? Okay, but I okay, I understand that he's drawing them in, trying to bait them in, right? Yeah, he wants them to enter. Uh, is okay. his plan? Rather than go down the stairs, then now that I understand what's going on, I walk over to a window. Uh, that leads to that's on the front side of the building where they're entering, and since we are high above, uh, and I smash said window. Uh, how how many floors up are you? Uh, well, what floor are we on? Uh, it's whatever floor you want to be on, but okay, that, that's, uh, that's where we're at right now. As I'm establishing okay. where you start, I'll just start at like the twentieth floor. I smash that window. Okay, and I'm gonna wait and hold my action until they open through the front door because I got an idea. Okay, finally, uh. Gary. Gary, where are you? Are you with Ogrim or are you with them? You're muted. I can't hear you. Wow. You should not listen to me? Tell me I'm muted? Yeah. Rude. No. Yeah, it, it's a trick that I'm going to use repeatedly. So, uh, okay. I'm did sorry. I'm sorry. I can't hear did you. I, did muted. I ever tell you the story about, uh, about Liz? Darth Plagueis, the wise? I, uh, <laughs> I was talking to her. I was talking to her and she ignored me, which is not uncommon. And then I go, meow, what the fuck? And she goes, sorry, my volume was off. And I just stare at her and go, what? (laughs) Like in real life? Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Best relationship. (laughs) So back on track, what is Gary doing? Miss Gary. Gary. Gary, Gary, Gary. So she's gonna fuck these dudes. I, I up said hairy boy earlier. It's a hairy girl. My, my bad. Gary is going to ruin this shit. Uh, Gary has spread the floor with her caltrops, which are not poisoned. But she's also spread the floor with ten thousand ball bearings because fuck them. You you are with uh, Grio and Bach then. <laughs> yes. Assault. Okay. All I, I am on. I am on killbox assault. Okay. And then uh, so Gary's plan is. She has her lit torch with an oil flask tied just below the flame bit, and she's going to style Hangranadot, the immolation grenade, onto the ball bearings and caltrops in the front door, and then sm- throw a smoke grenade. So your preparations is to home alone these police. Yes. <laughs> Everybody Except has home alone these people. They're going to trip and fall down and get lit the fuck on fire, so it's a little bit... More severe than your Bok, typical. Bok, home alone. is your plan to throw a paint can from the twentieth story? Oh, oh no! I uh, uh, I'm gonna be dropping something a little heavier than that, but still, still the I, same I'm concept. Dro- I'm, dro- I'm, I'm dropping something. Yes. Okay. It's gonna poop on him. Um, 
<laughs> All right, so you guys, seeing as you're playing the waiting game, the sleighs and the large dogs uh, crash up into the front. Several uh, red caps hop out. Uh, by several, I mean two. Uh, and they bring a small battering ram that shatters one whole window, and they all pile in. Uh, so they're in. They are officially moving into the building at this point. So if you wanted to do something at that moment, you may Yes. I jump out the window. (laughs) (laughs) I knew he was going to drop shit on him. Now here's the thing. As I fall from the 20th floor, and I get closer, and I'm wielding this greatsword on my shoulders, holding it tightly, it's revealed that Bach is an eldritch knight. Oh, God. Bach has copies of all the magical incantations he needs. And right before he lands, he casts Featherfall as his reaction. Okay. So Smart the, choice. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm coming in ODST, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Orbital drop, shock, tangu. Bok. Orbital drop, shock, box. <laughs> no, Orbital ODS, drop, uh, box. ODSK. ODSK. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, Tank. Because what? now I'm the force that's pushing him deep into the kill box. They don't O-B-S-K. all look alike, Jay. All right. Uh, you will be dropping in right behind the two red caps who are just entering, and you will land next to uh, the Yeth Hound, that is the big white dog. Um, does anybody else wish to take their surprise action? Gary is uh, waiting. Uh, the insight? Yes. yes. The, if you were to peek out of the elevator yeah. down the hallway, they would be like, in front of you. Oh, I <laughs> You look. You, you you look out of the elevator and to your left, and that's uh, where that's important the question. Entering. How many? How many do we? How many hostiles do we perceive are there? Like, is it just these two dudes? All you or see. Is there more dudes? There are two red caps and the Yeth Hound in this sleigh. Uh, the other sleigh is rolling up. Okay. So I stick my head out. I wave my hands about razzle dazzle fashion, and I go, "Oh no, the cops!" And I run back into the elevator. <laughs> All right, so the uh, as you guys uh, jump down, uh, uh, one of them screams an alarm as Grio uh, is. Then I start tapping like I was pressing the button. <laughs> Even though there is no elevator currently, I <laughs> yes. think in it. So Bach has kind of triggered things. Grio has set up a thing. Gary, do you want to do anything? Yes. Gary, uh, Gary rolled stealth earlier on. I forgot to roll it, but I just rolled it, and it's crap because I suck. Stealth of 14. Uh, Gary is waiting until several targets are over the ball bearings and caldrops, at which point Gary is going to lob the fire grenade, smoke grenade, torch combo. All right. Um, so... Max, fuck him. Okay. Uh, so Gary's waiting. Then a, a, a wasted surprise round, but this is going to be a bad round once they get to where you want them. Uh, yes. You, you're not going to do anything, right? I'm just checking in, because no, technically I'm, I'm this would be your turn now. Holding my skinny finger, dripping with icicles, waiting for them to come through. Fair enough. Tease over. Ogrim, what do you do uh, away from this battle? Bear in mind, uh, you have away limited from it. time, because it will be around. But you are hunting. Yeah. When it, uh, away from it, I've already shifted, and I rolled a 19 to use my survival to track this guy. I should know what he smells like, because he assaulted me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let's. Uh, so the last time you saw him... You got a much better look at him. You got closer to him. Uh, he smells like uh, like a deer, and but he looks like an Eladrin, but he also has like this weird face mask on, similar to like Hannibal Lecter. So you've not gotten a good look at his face, but you have gotten a good whiff of his body odor because he's been sweating and running from you guys since you met. Since yeah. Particularly since you met. You met him first. Yes. He nearly killed you. 
I'm going to murder him. Okay. You smell the smell. Uh, you got a 19 survival, and you know that he is likely on this floor. Uh, in fact, the fact that the smell is so strong makes you a little nervous. He might be closer than you expected to start. Uh, I summon my packed blade, which is a glaive, and begin to uh, look around and, uh, you know, I don't know, see if I can get him out. I'm now a, a cat person, so uh, come at me. Uh, you, you're. Uh, let's see. Let's let's uh, let's describe your location. You are in. What's a good room? Okay, uh, here, help me out, guys. What is a floor in a stereotypical office building? We've already kind of done cubicles. Hang on, hang on. How big is this? How big is this corporation? How big is this? this I, I have described this tower as. Uh, dozens of floors tall. The the entity that owns it, though, like, is this is this a common use place? Uh, no, this is a secret tower. It's secret tower, but like the people that are here are here for long periods of time, right? Yes. So they're going to, they're gonna, they're gonna have installed something for their staff that no one will ever use. Yeah, I was gonna say the it's the exercise yeah. room. Done. <laughs> the health and fitness. You have found the exercise room. Because that is a lot of cool shit to have a funny fight in. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you're in a gymnasium. Uh, there, There is a uh, small glassed off... Sorry. And when I say glass, I always mean sheets of ice. A, she- a iced off uh, little basketball court. Another uh, half racquetball court. There are several weight machines. And that is the location that you find yourself in. There's lots of large workout equipment that one would hide behind. Uh, give me an investigation, and I'm going to move on to the next person. Your smell is leading you toward one side of the room, away from the racquetball court. Okay. Y- your smell is giving you the start off, so you know he's in this floor, and you know which direction to go. Perfect. Uh, that brings us back to our two red caps and our yeth hound. You've landed in front of the yeth hound, which uh, I will give you the benefit of the surprise... Uh, and say, well, you landed there, right? That was your surprise thing? Yeah. Yeah, he's still, he can attack on that round. Still. Yeah, make one attack against somebody. You haven't. You did a move and a yeah, I actually make two so. attacks anytime I make one. Okay, well, then go ahead and do that because you're about to get struck as well. I crit. Do that. God damn. Uh, the Yeth Hound panics as you land in front of it and it rears up uh, under its reins, uh, exposing its stomach to you for a solid hit uh, as it. Uh, kind of starts. It's going to come down with its claws, but in the meantime, what have you done to its soft underbelly? Uh, 24 damage. 24 damage. That is a good start. Great sword. Here's the second attack now. Alright. Uh, 22 to hit. That's a hit. It's a miss. Oh. It's it's a miss from me. Uh, Uh, 11, 11 damage on the next one. Eleven. All right. Well, shit. Uh, it its belly is deeply opened. Uh, it's very it blood sprays in your face, but it does come down viciously atop you. Uh, what More is your armor eggnog. class? <laughs> More eggnog. <laughs> yeah, right in your mouth. Uh, uh, what is your armor class? Sixteen. Tiny. All right. So that's a hit. Uh, and uh, you will need to make a because it's it, as you strike it it does baleful bang i need you and every enemy with 300 feet of the hound uh so all of you guys except for ogram uh need to make a dc 13 wisdom check fuck me wisdom save yes wisdom save uh 15 total fuck me. wisdom a all right 
Which is good for you because you're the one who's about to be hit. Nine! Fifteen! Alright. It... You are frightened of the Eth Hound. Uh, you are going to take eleven damage, Bach, as it's just bulk slams into you. Uh, uh, you guys can't as long as you... Uh, what did you roll, Grio? Sorry? One five. One five. Okay. Yeah, so uh, just Gary cannot advance on the Yeth Hound. Not that you really planned to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so... Changes nothing. And then the Red Caps, believing that their Yeth Hound can handle this beast, uh, move forward into the hallway. Uh, what do the Calcius... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait. They left my threat range. Is that what you're saying? Uh, that... one, I'm going to say one of them is in your threat range, yes. That that means one opportunity attack. Yeah, the other one was the one who entered first. He's just out of your range. Uh, 26 to hit. That'll that'll hit him. Goddamn, Birdo. Yeah, right? Uh, oh, I just did 17. So would you say that you're an angry bird? Uh, I'll quote Bach on this. Mistlefoe! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 17 so points of damage. Okay. All right, so he gets hit uh, solidly, uh, but so he, at this point, uh, wants to evade you. <laughs> that just encourages him to not Have fight you. Have you ever fought a chicken? No. Yes. <laughs> you don't I'm, fight a chicken. You just I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, a chicken. I'm the chicken from Legend of Zelda, dude. All right, so what... It, so <laughs> I fought those two. As he flees into your kill box, uh, what are the checks they need to make against... Was it ball bearings they need and to make a D- The first check they need to make is a DC... Well, they need to make two checks. A DC 10 dex and a DC 15 dex. Are uh, these uh, ball bearings and caltrips shaped like various ornaments? Oh, most definitely. Okay, that, that's important to me. Uh, so it's a DC 15 dex? Yeah. Uh, that's gonna fail hard. The one rolls a nat 20. Uh, so I'm gonna say that the first guy uh, immediately uh, just stomps down because they have these iron boots that I described earlier there and he stomps on shit hard and it doesn't really bother him so the next guy steps in uh, way more <laughs> boldly and that's when he finds the ball bearings uh, so he's gonna go prone and take damage from the caltrips and the ball bearings because he slips nice. the other guy the one guy is pretty successful stomps down good with his boots has no problem the other one falls down and uh, screams out tinsel Okay. What happens right? as far as damage with caltrips and this and that? What, what does that do? So the ball bearings make him go prone. Okay. The ball, the caltrops make him take one piercing damage, and he stops moving this turn, and his movement is reduced by ten until he regains at least one hit point. Okay. They can also choose to move at half speed and not make the save. Yeah, I'm going to say that guy entered that zone way less careful because he's the one who got hit. Yeah. And then the, po- uh, the poison, and then poison. Is, uh, I don't know what that was. Con save of 14, DC 14, 1D... 13. Oh, 13, and then 1D4 poison. Okay. Uh, so the guy who moved forward ends up in the poison, and he fails his save. So he's going to take 3D6 damage. You want to roll that, Rio? <laughs> this was your plan. Uh, and uh, n- while you're at it, you can go ahead and take your round and roll right. your save as well. Um... Because you're still sitting yeah. in a poison still. Uh, 12 damage to him, that 3d6. Oh, it's a good thing I, I, I <laughs> drink. Yes, it's a good re- thing I drink that potion. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's going to matter. You're in well, a bad I, poison. This is the worst poison that he could get because he abused <laughs> my wording. Well, let's put it this way. The first one I rolled was a 3. The second one I rolled was an 11. Oh. And that's enough to succeed. Man, a three, that's a yeah. suck. You add stuff to the 11? Those are just three rolls. Okay. All right, so that's going to make it Griot's turn. Uh, there is a red cap 
breathing poison in front of you. <laughs> You're in here with me. And I attack, oh. and it's a nat 20. <laughs> Jesus. Strong. Strong, All right. I need you to mail me that dice. <laughs> mail you this that the dice. Part. This is the new dice, like the same color set, but the new dice, because my... That's cool. Mail just me mail one. It? Okay. Just, just mail me one. Uh-huh. I'll Venmo okay. you. <laughs> I'll Venmo <Awesome>. you. <laughs> so, Jay, from my... F- from my frozen finger, a ray leaps forth, issuing 22 damage to the red cap. Grio sounds more distinguished. Uh, 22 damage to that red cap. It's a good thing red caps have a lot of damage, or a lot of health. I'll teach him to not trip. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking pussy. Alright, 34 damage on that red cap. The kill box is working quite well. Uh, Ogrim. What was yes. that investigation check you gave me? 17. 17. So you guys have hurt him. You find a trail of blood uh, leading into what looks to be a bathroom. Uh. Roy, you alright? Yeah. Just trying to handle some year-old twinkles. Ugh. What are they putting these things? Sugar, enriched flour, partially hydrogenated vegetable oil, Polysorbate 60 and yellow dye number 5. Everything a growing warlock needs. What the fuck is polysorbate 60 and yellow dye number 5? Don't you worry about it. <laughs> Just eat it. It's good for you. Put some hair on your chest. I got plenty of hair on my chest. <laughs> Disgusting. You should wax it. I'm fucking like... Never mind. They might be listening. Yes, they'll they'll know by the hair on your chest which one Actually, you no. I fucking... I light one of my bombs and I throw the bomb in there. <laughs> That's fuck my that. boy. How many sticks... Okay. Actually, fuck that. How many sticks of dynamite do I have? Uh, none because I lit shit on fire. No, no, no. I was able to save all the shit except for the bag. Now we're on the same page. Uh, so. so you throw a stick of dynamite into a bathroom. No, I throw <laughs> six banded sticks of dynamite together because that's what you can what do. What does dynamite do? Uh, dynamite. As an action, a creature can light a stick of dynamite and throw it at any point 60 feet away. Each creature within 5 feet of that point must make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw, ta- uh, taking 3d6 bludgeoning damage on a failed save or half as much uh, damage on a saved one. A character can bind sticks of dynamite together so they explode at the same time. Each additional stick increases the damage by 1d6 with a maximum of 10d6. So it's 3d6 for 1 and adding five more to it makes it eight and the burst radius by five feet so adding five more makes the burst radius uh 25 feet more than it was 30 feet so it's 30 feet radius and how much damage 86 86 all right roll it you hear a scrambling noise when once the sizzle of the stick uh hits the floor so you see you can guess that he reacted quickly but go ahead and roll your damage sorry i'm doing math oh ew uh, 23. Okay, so he did succeed at his save, but he's going to take half damage, so that's how much? That's 42. Tw- 11. Not double. I tried, Jeff. You I did tried. Try. You did try. Fucker. I'll give you that. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, also, obviously, all you guys way down below can still hear the sound of fucking dynamite. Yeah, the sound of dynamite goes off several floors up. So, what you're telling me is there's now a, uh, a, a skylight 
in one to two floors. <laughs> uh, Bach, uh, yes. Bach uh, recreates that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Bach learned a sound. Uh, Bach, uh, after you make the sound of a distant explosion, what do you do? It's your turn. I need to kill that yet. So. Yes, please. <laughs> Bach? Revenge. It's <laughs> an explosion. Revenge. Revenge. Solid. Uh, what did you roll, my dude? Twenty-one ha- to hit. That's a hit. What it, describe uh, describe your what you're you're, you're doing to this yeah, hound. Uh, I'm coming in with the force of an angry chicken as I swing my greatsword at its midsection where it's already wounded to try and finish the goddamn. All right. Beast. And so, I did twelve damage. Okay. I have a question. As I have to retcon something with words. <laughs> is your greatsword silvered? Of course. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I was right there. You know, you keep asking and, the same question. Right. <laughs> same question. I was right That's behind the, same the whole time. Get the same answer. You know, Would this no. be a slat bludgeoning, slat piercing, or slashing from a non-magical attack that isn't silvered? No, this is a silvered slashing greatsword. Obviously. And listeners, listeners, shut the hell up. Because if it wasn't, it does say that this Yeth Hound is immune to that. Well, that's not at all what's happening, because I already wounded it, so it's obviously silvered. Come on, Or, Jerry. or I could do the D&D DM. description of immunity as just like an instant regeneration. Jay, I already wounded it, and you're a good DM, so obviously you knew the Kanku had a silvered greatsword. Come on. I, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I will say that uh, I did say no, not, no magic items, but a silvered weapon would not be magic. Uh, that's that's why I have a silvered weapon, Jay. You keep asking me yeah, the same question. Yeah, that would totally make sense. Um, hey, uh, hey, Randall, Randall, I, got, I just got one quick question. Is your great sword named Bells? Silver Bells. Uh, actually, my uh, weapon's called Slay Bells. Yeah, but that's it needs to be silver. I have. Well, you heard yeah, him. You heard him. It's not silver. Like there's a whole song about it, Jay. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's silver. There's a whole song about Bells. Silver Bells. All right. What was the damage output of this silvered greatsword that totally was silvered this whole time? Uh, totally. tw- 12 this round. 12 this round. Alright. Uh, uh, wait, wait. I still have to make my second attack, though. 24 to hit. So your silvered greatsword, which has totally yeah. been silvered and not just totally... Silvered. Yeah. It cuts this Yethhound's head off. Because uh, it's silvered. Because if it wasn't silvered. silvered, you would have done no damage this whole time, and you would probably summarily murdered. Tinsel! But it is... <laughs> but it is silvered, so you kill a Yeth Hound. Merry Solstice, uh, i give you a gift today. Uh, and then, as a bonus action, because I know where I'm going to have to go through soon, uh, I cast a uh, jump on myself. No wait, that t- no, that doesn't take a bonus action. There, there is another uh, sleigh with the same loadout as the one that just attacked you guys rolling up on you. Uh, they will be there next round. You want? Do you want to? I'm gonna haul ass away. Okay. Don't Kenku have a limited flight thing? No, no, no. They're flightless birds. Oh, I thought they had a, a jumpy thing. Yeah, no, he's a, God, he's a God's turkey, cruel. dude. God's cruel, dude. He's a turkey. They don't fly. Uh, Gary. No, no, it's not me. It's the dude on the ground poisoned. He's after you. Oh, fuck, they suck. Yeah, they all roll real bad. Well, he's not worth my flaming torch, but, but he is worth an imp and a bonfire. (laughs) 
All right. Okay. It's it's nice to know their worth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only one of them. If there was two or three of them, I'm na- you know. I'm officially naming this nameless NPC. He is the pole ice red cap known as Chestnuts. Tinsel. And he is he's roasting on an open fire. He needs to make a. Oh wait, he's prone. Never mind. So what's the damage there, bud? Eight fire damage. Okay. Ow. Chestnuts is roasting. Chestnuts is roasting on an open flame. My imp attacks for 16 while I summarily try to find that fucking picture I had for what imps do. That's a hit. What do imps do? What do imps do? They do a d4 damage. So he takes four damage. And I believe he had to roll a con save of 11 or bad things happen. Con? I'm trying to verify that right now. That is a real bad con. Uh, he rolled he rolled a Mitch. Ha <laughs> ha! Get fucked! So, that's, yeah. So, uh, he gets poisoned, I believe, and damaged? Yeah, again. Poisoned er. Poisoned er. What's, what's your total damage for poison and the tail? Yeah, sorry. Uh, 15 damage. 15 damage. So my imp barrels down upon him from the doorframe above him, stings him with his tail, bitch slaps him for zero damage because he doesn't have another attack action, and then turns invisible. Okay. The red cap is swelling in the face and uh, burning. <laughs> on fire. Yeah, on fire. Um, it's their turn. Yethound is dead. Another sleigh is rolling up. Uh, so... That's going to happen. The red cap on the ground is lit on fire, so roll damage. Mm-mm. It's on his turn, right? Mm-mm. End of his turn. When I cast it on him, and end of his turn. Okay, then... It gives him the opportunity to get out, but he has to first stand up. Second, pass a dex save on Caltrops. Third, pass a dex save on Ball Bearings. And then fourth, cast a dex save <laughs> on the other set of Caltrops trying to leave the fire. Or move half speed. He stands up. Evades Caltrops, dives forward, <laughs> slips on ball berries, and lands face first in a bonfire. <laughs> Chestnuts continues to roast on an open fire. If you don't get them off, they're going to burn. That's the plan, my man. So roll fire damage. Four. Chestnuts has lost his beard. Tinsel. Chestnuts. His friend screams as Chestnuts burns to death because four is the exact amount of damage necessary to finish Chestnuts. <laughs> Everybody, chestnuts. a moment of silence for Chestnuts who died doing what we all knew he would do. Except for Gary. Die, weakling. Uh, just ran. Feed my flames. Bach just, after a moment of silence, just goes, Chestnuts! The other red cap uh, needs to make another ochre f- two. He rolled a nat one on that Ooh. ochre fume. Uh, roll me some damage again, Griot. But he does huh? charge forward, coughing and hacking, to give you the good old red cap iron boot. Oh no! The boot! <laughs> Not the well, boot! The boot. Uh, so you will, as he takes how much damage? I rolled nearly max. <laughs> what is what is that? I uh, Seventeen. 17. 18? Yeah, 18 17. Is okay, uh, let me make sure that's not enough to finish him, because he, it might have just saved your life. <laughs> so coming up in the Torchlit Tavern, we're going to offer a new Patreon benefit, where we will buy dice in a color that you like, and feed them to Strana. 
And when they come out the other end, I'm pretty sure they will have his unholy power. That is my new Patreon <laughs> tier. For $50 a month, you can have permanently rolling D20 <laughs> dice. They will always roll max damage and max roll. Uh, because as this hacking, yeah, sputtering um, character, this red cap, who I am now going to name Nog, uh, he comes forward, he raises his boot, and he brings it toward your face. And just before he would... Uh, kick you in the face, he comes to a hacking, sputtering tumble. You are buried under the mass of a dead red cap, who just... He just doesn't make it. The eggnog was bad. Ah, get off! The eggnog get was off. bad. Uh, and as the other uh, cart, the other sleigh, uh, comes forward, uh, you hear over the sound of your sending stones uh, the voice of the gnome Theo, who you know is your tech gnome, was the night before Solstice, and all through the tower, not a creature was stirring, except eight fairies rolling in standard two-by-two two formation at the back door. Handle it. And uh, you've just been alerted that eight fairies will be joining the fray from the other side, as well as the sleigh that is coming through the front door. Uh, is the other side accessible from here? Yes, you just have to go down the hall. Handle okay. it. Um, Grio, it's your turn. You are... Not prone, but you have a red cap leaning heavily upon you. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of... I'm going to give you disadvantage for a movement check to get around his bulk. And that's just... That is just petty rage from the DM being acted out because of your well, goddamn rolls. You've raged so much, the dice gods have heard you. I've just rolled a net one. I can't get him off me. Yes! <laughs> yes. It's completely useless <laughs> in this moment. So the dice gods have done nothing for me, but whatever... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know what? I've never seen my dice roll a one. Yep. So what do you do? I, tr uh, I go, after trying to get him off a few times, I just kind of go, I, I, I can't get him off me. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, this thing. I oh, munchies. <laughs> he just starts eating. <laughs> okay. Uh, does Grio take any action actions before his turn is over? I steal his hat. <laughs> All right, Grio now has an adorable little Santa cat. <laughs> Sold. Don't I need the roll for my poison? Okay. Oh, yes, do that. Yeah, roll for your poison damage as you exit the elevator. <laughs> so, Agram, you enter the remains of what was once a very well uh, cleaned and maintained porcelain bathroom. Uh, it's not that anymore. It is not that anymore. Uh... Apparently they had indoor plumbing, because several of the uh, fixtures and faucets are shooting water uh, in various directions. Um, one whole set of stalls has been just stowed in. There is only one remaining stall, and no sign of Roy, uh, which roll and investigate with advantage, because there's very little options here. <laughs> 14. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, uh, you use your deductive skills to realize that he is most definitely has to be hiding in that stall. Fantastic. Most likely up on the throne. More dynamite. I don't think he <laughs> has any more dynamite. <laughs> but now would be the time. Oh, I don't have any more dynamites. But I do have more bombs. So, which are separate things. So, I'm just gonna light and roll my bomb in there. You dropped a bomb on me. Baby. As an action, you can light a bomb and throw it at a point up to 60 feet away. Each creature within 5 feet of that point must succeed on a DC 12 dexterity saving throw or take 3d6 fire damage. Now, here's the thing. I'm, no, I'm not the DM of this scenario, but he's inside of a thing. So, 
I'd, I'd say that sounds like a real disadvantaged scenario for that dex save. You just come flying out that door like a fool. Uh, we got to clear five feet. Yeah, I would also say that he does kind of have your number as far as this particular trick, though. Like, that the whole explosive's where he's at. That's cool. I can also make a ten-foot movement as a reaction. Okay. So, if he pops out of there, he moves into my threat range. Okay. So, either way. You roll your damage. He's, he's not in there, is he? I, I, I'm not lying. There's nowhere for him to hide in this room. Oh. 15. <clears throat> 15 damage? 15. All right. Let me go ahead and... 15 fire damage. Fire damage. Oops. Wrong, wrong, wrong direction. Not heal. Damage. <laughs> you will pay for this indiscretions. Um, the explosion goes off. Nothing comes out of the stall. Roll perception. And as you roll perception, we'll come back to the combat. Grio, or sorry, Bach, uh, a Bark. another sleigh of enemies is approaching you. You uh, cast jump on your last round, I believe. No, I, I wasn't able to, I realized, so oh, okay. I, I said that, but yeah, it might got lost in the sea of words. Uh, but I will be casting jump now, which allows me to triple my jump so I can clear the entire lobby and get to safety on the other side of the kill box. Okay. That'll put you in the direction of the new challengers, the eight fairies that you were alerted to by by Theo. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm heading to. Okay, so you head in that direction. Uh, you guys see Bach sailing over the hallway and the caltrips and all the and the scorched body of chestnuts. Chestnuts! Uh, Still roasting. That fire hasn't moved. Yeah, it's just, it's just roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost dipping at our nose. Jack so, Frost should have been the fucking yeth hound. You failed. I failed, yeah. Uh, so I'm heading towards uh, the fairies that I was told, handle it. All right. Uh, is casting that spell going to be the end of your round? Because that's going to put... Ac- it, it, ca- it takes one action to cast, and then I uh, go over there, but I have action surge. Okay. You find the bunch of fairies have uh, formed up on the outside wall, uh, and they've cracked the door open when you arrive. Uh, what do you do? Uh, so let me... You are within range to get into a melee with them, if you choose. And they're funneled, right? Yeah, they're going to be coming through the door. They didn't shatter the door frame like the other, like the red caps uh, did. They're trying important. to sneak in. It's important because that means I can hold this point possibly. Gary, Gary yells at you. Keep the doorway clear. Uh, and uh, in response, uh, Bach just uh, calls back. <laughs> Precisely. And I'll uh, I'll take a stab at the first one. Okay. Uh, that is. Uh, 27 to hit. Oh, yeah, by the way, I have... 20? No, I have a plus 8 to hit and rolled a 19. Jesus. Oh, yeah, Bach has a 20 strength. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> he uses a great sword? I was going to say... Why the fuck wouldn't he? He worships, he worships at the foot of Bru- I was gonna a berry. Say, I don't know if you've ever looked at Bruce's stat lineup, but it's, um... Tw- <laughs> I... I don't look at your fucking bullshit it's stats, Strana. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my stat is in con. <laughs> we made you roll 3d6 a second ago, and you rolled a, a natural 17. <laughs> Suck a chode. I rolled a total of 13 on my first attack. Uh, 13 for the second? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Oh, 13 damage. 13 on, on the first damage. Uh, you, you murder a sprite. 
Uh, I go for the second person then. A tiny sprite with a short bow just it just disappears. Uh, twenty one to hit on the second attack. A mist of white snow blood. It's like flocking. Just covers everything. Uh, what did you roll on the second attack? Is it higher 21. than fifteen? Yeah, twenty one. You kill another more one. Like I imagine it more like the snow they make out of the styrofoam BBs. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. If you hit him, he he dies. Okay, good. They have two hit points. Yeah. Uh, Bok, and then Bok, stop the fuck it. What are they doing in the front? They weren't in the front. They were sneaking in the back. Bok, Bok just goes, kitty. Where did he learn that word? Who the fuck's teaching one, him new that, words? Uh, that was no. That was one of my words um, given by you guys. Yeah. Oh, was kitty. it? Oh, I didn't remember kitty. All right. It's the first word. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, uh, Gary. So, uh, Gary moves the bonfire to the front doorway and positions herself down the back to hurl her combo grenade at the back door. What is currently at the back door? Uh, two sprites that are left. And, and Randall. And Randall. But it's only two sprites. I'm waiting for them to move in, so I'm a little... Uh, sorry, I said, did I say four or eight? Eight. Eight. There there are six sprites at the back door. I was like, damn... Bach killed a lot of motherfuckers. No, yeah, sorry. There are six sprites at the back door. And Randall. And Bach. Okay. We are separate, yes. Are you? <laughs> Gary just yells down the hallway, I warned you to clear the door. <laughs> and she hurls the grenade combo at the doorway. What is the grenade combo? It's an oil flask, a torch, and a smoke bomb. Okay. The hallway will be filled with flame and smoke and pain. How much does it, what does it do? What am I rolling? Fucking, I don't know. What dude, am what I rolling? Oil do for damage? Yeah, it's, it's an improvised grenade he made. He doesn't know what to make you roll <laughs> yeah, for it. it. It's burning oil. It, it, so whatever it, fire it, damage it, that. It is a probably, fucking alchemist okay, fire. Probably deck save. It's a lot of bad rolls. Only two of them evade. They only have two hit points. You do kill four. Uh, my deck save was a total of thirteen. Well, then you. Well, actually, 13's probably the save. They rolled complete horseshit, but I think 13's probably just barely enough, because Alchemist Fires aren't particularly... Hang on, I'm going to say it's a bonfire. I'm going to treat it, save as a bonfire, and the bonfire save is like... Fifth, uh, dude, no, because it, dude, sco- it scales with your level, so... Yeah, yeah, I forgot that the... I thought it was lower than that. I <laughs> gotta come down hard on improvised weaponry, because you guys will abuse the shit out of that. <laughs> damn right I will. We've seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's happened in the last 20 minutes, in fact. Um, Grio, there are two remaining uh, fairies. Oh, sorry, it's their turn. I was turn. gonna say, I, mean, I, yes. I have more will to go again. Weep. <laughs> Let your tears run down your cheek and feed Krampus malevolence. I can't get them off me. The two sprites open fire on Bach, and they say, make it snow! And they sadly don't have the hail of, of, of wand fire that was supposed to come in, but they do level assault wands at you, and a hail of magic missiles uh, do pump into our our, fe- our feathered friend Bach. Um, oh, wait, magic missiles? Yes. Uh, shield as a reaction. Uh, I'm unaffected by magic missiles. Okay. You, Gary, you weather a storm uh, of magic missile. Well done. Gary uses her response to hit the fucking deck. Just drops. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> so, wait. When the smoke clears, they just see a Kenku completely untouched. Like everything around him fucked up because they deflected off his shield. The smoke doesn't just, clear. 
The smoke doesn't clear <laughs> from somewhere else. Oh, I thought there'd be like a You're going to step no, out he of that threw, shit he, like he a fucking Terminator. A smoke, uh, bomb or trap, so without a wind source, there's nothing to clear it. Um, well. We are going to pick up with oh. the Yeth Hound and the two remaining Red Caps that have just joined the fight, coming in through the front door. And Deck it, safe. <laughs> on the flip side, though, these guys rolled very well. Only one dude could take some caltrip damage. The ball bearings Actually, are ineffective. And remember, they can just take half move to not have to deal with the caltrops. Then they do that. Yeah, they, they can do that. The other guys didn't know better and were in a shitty situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with that. Uh, these can, guys see... Can they also do that for the ball bearings, though? That's I'm trying the question. To check that they now. rolled real well on two of their saves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if they take half speed, then they can avoid these... All right. Thanks. So these guys seeing quarter speed. No, I'm going to say that they are very careful. They're going to move at like 10 feet. Uh, but the moment they enter, their speed goes to nothing. And they uh, see what has happened to poor chestnuts. Uh, sadly, there's no sign of, of our friend. Uh, it, I don't even remember his name. Nog. Huh? It's Nog. Eggnog. Oh, Eggnog, yeah. Sadly, there's no sign of Eggnog. But More they see eggnog. what's happening and they move carefully through your traps. But they are entering and... It's Griot's turn. Okay, so... On the... Bonf- does it do anything when you move through a bonfire? It doesn't say, so I don't think it does. A bonfire? Yeah, bonfire in the doorway. So they just have to clear that doorway, right? And that's all that matters? Yeah. It, they, if they end their turn on it, they will take fire, fire damage. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Alright. Alright, so... I don't die to poison. First and foremost. Yay! Let's see if I can strength my that's ass. Because I want to do something with this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jay. Jay. I <laughs> I lift. Not engaging. <laughs> okay. Griot lifts up Nog and basically tries to, like, hold him up. <laughs> okay. Meat shield. <laughs> Why are we supervillains every time we play together? Because <laughs> you guys are monsters. <laughs> and I rolled a 19 Absolutely. total of 20 for that. Then, as it does... To strike him out the doorway and and yes. puppet him like a freaky little elf on a shelf? Yes. <laughs> Eggnog with, in a box. With a deception roll of 18. <laughs> no, you're not doing what you're... That's using your eggnog in Strana. So we went from elf on a shelf to weekend at Bernie's. Uh-huh. Over this way, guys. Over this way. <laughs> I will give you advantage on your next attack, should you ever fucking deign to actually attack anything. Because you've done nothing yet. Um, I mean, he killed a dude. No, he he, he technically Technically didn't do shit. It's beautiful. Dude, my back is getting sore from carrying this. Hey. Ogram, you rolled a perception check. Hey. What did you roll? I'm kidding. It was a 19. It was a 19? Your perception check, despite the loud noise of the bang, you hear him muffling his sound of his pain. He just took it. Okay, cool. Um, well, um, if he's not gonna come out, then I'm gonna make his day awful. I, uh, I make my free ten-foot step so that I'm not too close, and then I cast... Uh, hunger of Hadar. Uh, uh, it's, it's fire damage that your bombs do, right? Okay. Yeah, they did Just fire damage. Check that. All right. So, what, you, what do you do? I cast Hunger of Hadar. All right. It, which 
You open a gateway to the dark between the stars, a region infested with an unknown horrors, a 20-foot radius sphere of black and bitter cold appears, centered on a point uh, with range within range lasting for the duration. It's a concentration, so the duration's as long as I'd like. Uh, this void is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. No light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate this area, and the cre creatures fully within the area are blinded. The void creates a warp in the fabric of time-space. The area is difficult terrain. Any creature that starts its turn in this area takes 2d6 cold damage. Any creature that ends its turn in this area must succeed a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 acid damage. As the milky, un otherworldly tentacles rub up against them. So you're not gonna believe Jeff cast this. Porn. What? You're not gonna believe this, but I'm glad you picked that spell because the spell that I had him prepped to cast in reaction to anything you did was also hunger of Hadar. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than me double up on the time for that, two portals open up as you cast this, and this is a little bit of a surprise. As Odd. ladies and gentlemen, this year tentacle porn is brought to your Christmas by Torchlit Town. Yeah, I'm trying. To, how, how do we? How do we? How do we Christmas up Hunger for Dark? Uh, how do I make that all the tentacles have Santa hats? Yes. Um, the wreath. Krampus. Krampus is the tentacles. Wreath suckers. There you go. The faint jingle of hollow soulless bells as animated wreaths. Yeah, Roy, Roy's are wreaths that exit the portal. Tentacles made of wreath, covered in 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 ornaments and tinsel, and everybody involved in this fucking room is now gonna have to deal with Hunger of Hadar as the tentacles fight each other, as the tentacles fight y'all, because your tentacles rip open the door to the bathroom and he is yanked out into oh. the hall with you, but you are also yanked forward into this mass of fucking kick-ass art moment if anybody would love to just draw a cat folk and a Rudolph man. <laughs> this is anime as shit. Yeah. Getting tentacle. Uh, go tentacle ahead line. and uh, so 20 foot radius, which is everybody in this fucking room, uh, can be heard. I, I backed I backed up it, to not be in radius. It, it, he cast it on you though, so. <laughs> yeah. The void creates a warp, so any creature that starts its turn in the area takes 2d6 cold. Any creature that ends its turn in the area will succeed on deck save. So yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Right now. Okay. Jeff's like, ha, I'm clear. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, luckily enough, he's already ended his turn. I haven't ended my turn. I only have to take the... Yeah. You have a chance to get out. Uh, you take 10. And, uh, 15. If, 10 cold and 5 acid if you stay in the, in the 20-foot radius. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be his move once it comes around to his turn. But so yeah, he's gonna take that. So 15? Yeah, I mean, it's technically his turn now because I did what I did and then... No, he reacted. He did a react. Yeah, he, he, he held his turn to react to what you were gonna do. Ah, uh, that was a save So this action. is technically still the end of your round. Ah, okay. Cool. So my turn hasn't ended yet. So I'll just get out of that. Okay. You, you're still gonna take 20 foot, I can... the initial 2d6, just like he yes, did. Yes, but I won't get the... Alright, so you're gonna take 5 Which damage... One? Okay. Uh, and then you got you see uh, nothing but darkness, and you hear the sounds of him like trying to fend off these tentacles, and then a beam of light of red, soft glow starts to shine fiercely and brightly as the darkness is cast aside, and this red glow fills the room, and 
blinds you for a moment. Once your vision comes back, everything is gone. Okay. Well, at least I fucking hurt the shit out of him before he oh, left. Oh, you hurt him so bad. Uh-huh. Mm. He's real fucking uh, hurt. There's more pain coming his way. All right. All that is left, as you step forward and see no sign of either the spell or him, is a small half-leather mask. Or, a the leather mask that you saw on his face lying on the floor. I, I walk up, and now I have to pull it out of my pocket. I pull out my book <laughs> and go... Sleigh bells are ringing. Ting, ting. I close the book and I grab the mask. Bach, back to you. Need to wrap this combat up real quick. Bach. Uh, so there is smoke and fire in my hallway, right? Yes. <laughs> there's so yeah. There's so much. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna back out and let him do his, let her do his thing. Her do his thing. <laughs> it's she's doing it, but it's Mitch's plan. Uh. <laughs> And uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to heal with my second wind. Uh, so that's a D10 plus fighter level. Okay. So that's... Da, 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 da. I'm level 5 fighter, so that's 11 points healed, which should bring me back up to full, I think. And uh, with that, uh, so the fire and bomb and everything are going to take care of the pixies, and we're being approached by two red caps and a yeth, right? Yes. Uh, I'll go intercept them. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm getting it in their face. Yeah, so uh, as you leap toward them, uh, one of the red caps says, Start the Chris Massacre! And uh, you come under sickle attack. The Yeth Hound crashes through the window. Wait, what? What? Wait, uh, I'm being attacked on my turn? No. You said you jumped across. You said you took your yeah, standard... A- you, you used a... That's a, no, that's I, a move. Second wind, that's though. That's a move action. Yeah, that's a bonus action. Is it really? Yes. Damn. Okay. Yes. Do your thing. Sorry. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for you to tell me where I was. Uh, you're in front of them. Jay's favorite time to make attacks is on other people's turn. <laughs> They're the most effective. Uh, start the Chris Massacre as they jump in front of them and go. <laughs> uh, 23 to hit whoever's in front. You hit, bud. Have you rolled under a 20 yet? You hit. I, I mean, I rolled under 20, but no. plus 8. No. No. <laughs> Uh, 13 damage Th- for the first one, attack. This one has decided to make the iron boots all the way up his body, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 13 damage on the first attack, and uh, the second attack, it was 19 to hit. Okay. that That's a hit. You got an armor class at 13. Oh, wait. I rerolled ones and twos. Okay, sweet. Uh, 16 points of damage on the... Second attack with the great sword coming in. The silvered great sword called Sleigh Bells. Okay, doesn't matter with red caps, but it's good to know. Tinsel. You, Gary. So what was it? Did you hit twice? Right. What was the total damage? I got sixteen. Uh, I didn't hear the other one. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Cool. All right, Gary. Gary flips over, pulls out her auto wand, and unloads. How many targets are there? Uh, there are three. Unless you're. Finishing off the sprites behind you. Oh, are there still sprites back there's there? There's two that are still outside. They kind of haven't moved since the whole failure that happened. <laughs> then, uh, Gary, she is going to load the entire room. Like some sort of fucking John Wick bullshit. She's going to pop two shots down the hallway. One doing eight damage and one doing seven damage to each of the sprites. And then she's going to flip up and drop a shot on each of the other targets. 
the two red caps get seven damage and the geth hound gets you technically nine cannot damage. you cannot i thought you could with magic missile there's a spread with magic missile though they all have to be within like 10 feet of each other oh, it is literally okay. treated like a machine gun Oh, okay. I don't fucking It's a spray of, of bullets, but... So do you want to focus on ending the sprites? Because it will. Or do you want to put it toward the other group? I'm going to put it toward the other group. Alright, so you unload on the group of three, the red caps and the yeth hound. How many damage to each? Four damage to a fucking red cap. Five damage to a red cap. And nine damage to a geth hound. Uh, Gary gets up and uh, moves off to the corner so that she's got some cover from the people coming down the hallway. Okay. Uh, that... Brings it to my my poor poor things. Uh, you. Oh wait, one more thing. Are you my invisible imp? So as to not sacrifice its invisibility, gently caresses the back of the neck of one of the red caps and then moves out of range. <laughs> uh, do you put yourself completely behind cover, or are you just standing behind something? It's important. Uh, cover against the back door. So full cover because they're firing magic. Full cover missiles. against the back door. Okay. All right, so uh, one of the red caps charges forward. Uh, he screams, prepare to be parampampummeled! And then he boots you directly in the chest with his iron boot, Bach. So you need to roll a DC 14 dexterity check. Oh, wow, I got 14. Cool. You take 10 bludgeoning damage, but you are not knocked prone. 10 bludgeoning damage? Yes. All right. Uh, and then the red cap that you were already fighting slashes at you uh, three times. What's your armor class? 16. Alright, that's one hit, two hits, one miss. So you take another 18 slashing damage from his wicked sickle. That hurt? That hurt? How's that feel? That was that was 28 points of damage in one turn. Yeah, that fucking hurt, Jay. Yeah, how's it feel? You did like 40. Killed my Yeth Hound. Oh no. Confirmed silvered. Speaking of Yeth Hounds, the other one crashes through. Uh, it runs past you, thinking the Redcaps have this one handled, and Opportunity it attack. moves past its ally, Grio. Uh, <laughs> well, Both I, of you. Oh, okay. I get, so I get starting with Bach. <laughs> uh, that's a 23 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, that's 14 damage from my silvered greatsword. Uh, silver Silvered. 14. Yeah, that's only an ace. Grio, as it moves across your path, thinking that you are a red cap. Because hey. of your, your clever ruse. Well, okay, so as I see it come by, um, does a 16 hit? Okay. Yes. Uh, I pull it 10 feet towards me, does it... <laughs> so it's running, yes? Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it was running past you. Um, so it gets hit by a ray of frost. So an, an icy okay. stream... Shivers forth from my finger that I've dropped the one arm for. <laughs> okay. And as the Yeth Hound comes by, it creens ten feet trying to go into the... going to me. So how do we want to resolve that? Do you want to get hit by a Yeth Hound? What's, what are you going for, bud? Because you're gonna. I, I was gonna say... Uh, <laughs> He's gonna like, get hit Jay, by a Yeth Hound. Jay, Jay. Vector. You, you... Let's play with vectors, Jay. How fast was it going? <laughs> no. No. I refuse to play this game with you ever. I'm never playing this game with you again. I've learned my lesson off the air. Come on. All I wanted to... I think what Strawn is trying to say is he takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage. That's what I hear. The Geth Hound is in the poison. That's what I'm hearing. I'm also hearing that he wants to be buried under another NPC. And, in the poison. In the poison. Yes. I will throw you both back into the poison if you wish. Yeah, sure. All right. 
<laughs> you're buried under EF Hound and Poison. Both of you make sense. All right. Well, let me do my 2d8 damage to EF Hound from the, the snow. Do that. Yeah. Uh, nine. <laughs> this EF Hound is just like, what nine. is happening today? I Looking at Strawn and Scream uh, is wild. I was a good Roll me 1d6 poison damage for the EF Hound because he succeeded. Five. And then whatever. Yeah. Resolve you okay. as well. Actually, I was good. Okay. How much damage from your from your ice? Uh, nine. Nine. Yeah. All right. So you're trapped in an elevator shaft filled with poison and and one angry F hound. Yes. Oh well, <laughs> I'm under. I'm sure it'll end up fine for you. You which fucking is actually. Cabal. I'm under a dead c- corpse that's been you're bowled two, over yeah. by a F hound. <laughs> Let's back this up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the good news is you probably can't breathe, and the poison probably won't affect you I've, for a round I've done two. three rounds already. That's all I have. As you suffocate. Uh, Agram, may I skip over you for the moment? <laughs> okay. Agram, you look around and find uh, no, sur- sur- no source for him. It is likely he's used one of the myriad of teleports that he has at his disposal to exit the situation. He's got to be running out of spell slots. So. Oh, very much so. Uh, th- though, when you guys took a rest, so did he. Uh... That brings us to Bach once again. All right. Sorry, I was looking at spells this time. Uh, I I realized I'm out of spell slots. Uh, so I uh, I still have the red caps in front of me. The Yeth is bailed, right? Uh, well, yeah. It, it's not in my immediate yeah. vicinity. Okay. Uh, I've hit one red cap for 29, I think. Uh, so I'll hit that one again. Okay. Uh, that is fucking 17 to hit. Okay. That hits. Yes. Okay. Uh, 11 points of damage on the first attack. Is he dead? Uh, yeah, that, that's gonna end that one. Okay, second attack going to the other red cap then. Yep, just that's barely. That's Yeah, okay. Uh, so it's, uh, 20, I think, fucking 25 or some shit damage, I don't know. <laughs> uh. Is my max damage. Yeah, that, that'll do it, because he's already wounded. Um, god damn it. <laughs> uh. As the Make other red snow. cat dies, the Eth Hound retreats whimpering, uh, covered in pustules uh, and bleeding from its nostrils. The two sprites at the back door are in full retreat. This has not gone well. Machine gun. Uh, you kill them. You shoot them in the back. Mary Solstness. <laughs> Make it snow! <laughs> it does. Be they, the they, with your once tears. again, they explode into a pile of snow as, the, as Bach yells this. Um, that brings us to Ogrim. Alone, upstairs, and William Clay saying, I believe that is enough. I think that that will get the message across that they need to send in the big guns. Well done, men. And what? women. <laughs> Tinsel. I will tell you when enough is enough. Ogrim, where are you? Pay you no mind. I have a quarry, and I will... Capture it. Kitty! You need help. And now that the police are gone, you should get up there with him. The who? The police. <laughs> Thank you. Describe it. <laughs> the police? Uh, well, they have this nice light blue uh, outfit on. Uh, they're covered in sheets of ice that make plate, that's sort of a, a, a shitty plate mail. And uh, they have high pitched voices because they're all adorable elves and fairies. Chestnuts. Not anymore. They were adorable elves and fairies. Mary Solstness. Make it snow. Now they're not the things. <laughs> so, so there's there's one there's one point of entry, right? 
What you- Since the elevator is down, there's one staircase that leads up. Yeah. Bear trap. Why? Where? In the staircase. Just, just cause? Because fuck people coming up or down. Okay. Gary's gonna wait for everyone to move back upstairs. And I was then gonna say, better yet, you rig okay. that on top of a door so that when they move it, it falls and clamps their head. Like the bucket water trick. <laughs> I love this game. Even though Agram makes it clear he will not aid you in finding where he is, there aren't many options, and eventually you do catch up to him searching over, uh, combing over the floors that he's on. Uh, you, find, you catch up with him at the top of a set of stairs, and just as you catch up with him, he too has caught up with his quarry. You guys catch... Uh, the sight of a bloodied and beaten Aladrin diving over a sheet of ice and hiding behind an obstruction as you guys join Ogram. He fires his wand blindly behind him, forcing you guys to duck for cover. As you guys all enter the room, you find that it is strange. It enters sheets of what appear to be clear ice, forming a maze of sorts. Encased in the ice, you see ancient-looking paper that flicker with a blue fire. Closer inspection to one close to you allows you to see that the blue fire is a constantly updating script. But it basically makes this maze, quote-unquote, of ice... It's like a server room. Yes. If, it, if, if that is something that existed in D&D, which it doesn't, so I don't know what this is. You, you mean this... Hey, look, it's the, it's the computational spell storing room. Yeah, there it is. So I just want to say that it's bold of you to assume that Gary had her quarry in line of sight with an auto wand and would have wasted that opportunity taking cover. If you are willing to take an actual attack, then I'll let you fire back. He has one of our wands, right? Uh, yes. Which means that, like, if you see him, and he can see you. <laughs> and I'm watching her. She's watching me. Gary sees him uh, start to take cover and pull out his wand, and Gary just says, Let's do this! And returns fire. Alright, let's roll our D4s at each other. Ogram, letting you weigh in on this particular event. Do you duck for cover or join in firing at him? Oh, I uh, I definitely join in firing. I'm going to fire lightning lure, though. Okay. Brontosaurus. <laughs> Amen, bird. <laughs> So he's just got to save. Okay. 17 damage. That's a strength save. Ooh, he rolled an 18 I, naturally. Yeah. On the save? Yeah. All right. Then he, he saved and, and nothing happened. Okay. So he does make it over his obstruction. Uh, how much damage do you hit him with missiles? 17 damage in the ass. Okay. 17 damage in the ass. Let me go ahead and do the math on that. Uh, Hurt me. Yeah, you you and Ogram are going to split this between the two of you. Uh, you're going to take uh, ten, and Ogram's going to take nine. As uh, three bolts slam into you and two slam into Ogram. Kitty. Ice uh, nearby everyone explodes. And everyone uh, who has been attacked or was attacked near immediately takes more damage as yes. sheets of glass explode for 3d6 cold. Wait, who's getting hit by this? Uh, you two don't, don't because you okay. didn't take the bait of going for the shot. Tinsel! Uh, everybody make reflex saves to avoid the damage. Just tell me what full damage is. We know how this goes. Yeah, there's, it's 10 damage going out to everybody. Uh, 14. 14? Uh, that's enough. You only take half damage, so you'll all take, you'll all take five. As one of the lists explode next to you, you guys take five cold damage. Everybody re-roll initiative. Nat 20. Nine. 
rolled uh, 21. When these perpetual scroll lists explode, they cause local area damage? Yeah, it's a 10-foot radius burst of cold. Beautiful. Perfect. Uh, it is Gary's turn, right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, are, are there... Are there perpetuating lists near where near the cover he dove behind? There, there are lists everywhere. Because I can't see him, but Gary can definitely see local explosives. And Gary just screams out, Krampus wills it! And just unloads on all the lists oh. near him. You're being very naughty. Out of the corner of your eye, you see your name added to the list on your left. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't already on it? <laughs> it goes up on a tier. Like, you just watch the name float up higher on the list. Uh, at the top of this one list is now the name in descending order. Gary, Ogram, Grio, And then several levels down below all that is Bach. Whoa! Why am I on the list? You're on the li- you're, you're naughty. You're trying to steal Santa's sack. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're involved, but you're way lower on the list than whoa, these assholes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, listen, listen. Whoa, listen. wait, 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 wait. Why, well, is Bach, on, com- why is Bach talking to me in normal words? <laughs> there. Because you should be rolling cold damage, Hold on. bitch. Yeah, uh, first so... First of all, first of all, Bach's a good kid, all right? You don't, you don't, you don't blame someone because a company did something bad you, you, just because they're an employee yeah. there. It's also uh, important to note, as these things go off, that there's no hiding where Roy is. A bright red glow demonstrates his location at all times. From behind a bank of destroyed uh, lists and uh, slightly sturdier ice near where these things are exploding, you see the flickering red light that shines from his face. Uh, Roll me 3d6, Mitch. I'm offended still. I have to edit this list before we leave. Ten. Okay. Uh, You, uh, you, 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 the, the flickering is getting low. Sun's getting real low. It's getting real low here. How you doing up there? Feeling pretty fucking unappreciated, Al. Um, <laughs> let me see. Fucking I love you, dude. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, Gary takes cover. Yeah, it's uh, it is behind a not explosive. Is it Bach? Are there not explosives to take cover behind? No. <laughs> it's either you're in the room or you're not. Oh, I'm glad me and uh. Kitty over here. Oh, wait, no. Kitty didn't take cover. It is Bach's turn, right? Uh, then uh, then Gary drinks a potion. There's no cover to be had. Gary drinks a potion. Uh, question. Yes. Do I still have jump active on me? Um, how long yeah, how does it last? A minute. I'm gonna go with now. Okay. Uh, then I run in. I'm going for that. Okay. Alright. Uh, and I just uh, yell, Revenge! And- <laughs> I'm, gonna, Love I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get to him to attack him. Uh, okay. Uh, can I get there? Yeah. Okay. Bird with a sword uh, rolls eighteen to hit on the first one. Uh, that is just enough. Oh, that's so nice to hear. So it's, it's actually bird, more than enough. But go ahead. Bird with the words is coming in with uh fourteen points of damage on the first attack, and then I crit on the second attack. Okay. Dude, this bird's my new main character. He rolls so much better than anyone else. <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, with your first oh. attack, 
uh, you are going to be hellish. Re- oh no! You know what? Not going to be hellish rebuked. Yeah, waste that spell slot on me. Not gonna. Uh, nineteen points of damage on the second attack. Okay. Uh, you open up the A chest. Channel whoop ass. You open up the chest of Roy. Uh, he tumbles backward. Uh, underneath a uh, a strange structure of ice, and he is nose flickering. Uh, he's fading as far as consciousness, and he's and he's got his hands up in supplication. Mistlefoe, <laughs> uh, whose turn is it? Yeah, I, I guess I I'll speak it to the uh, sending stone. I was like, uh, Roy. It is. Uh, it would be his turn. Uh, he is conscious, but he's not acting. He's... Uh... <laughs> Whose turn's after his turn? Uh, that would be yours, my dude. Perfect. I, uh, stride up to him. He, uh, he's got his head down, and he's he's making, like, panting sounds as you come up next to Bach. <laughs> in his bowels, lay him in the snow like a disgusted angel. <laughs> I pull out my book from my pocket. Oh. Deck the holes. I close my book. I grab him by his face and lift him off the ground. Uh-oh. Merry Solstice to all and to all a good fight. And he uses his final spell slot to cast Thunderstep. Oh, I cast stop. I cast Vampiric Touch before he gets he an opportunity to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Re- action goes off first because it goes off a trigger. Which is you aggressing. Yeah, so Bach and you, the only ones who were close enough, are going to take 5d10 thunder damage. Do we make a save? Yeah, you, you should <laughs> There's try There's a that. save there. There's a save. Yeah, there is a save there. What, the save? what do I roll? Uh, you need to beat a... Beat it. Roll the 20. Hold on, let me find a save. I have it. Yeah. Uh, con save 15, unless the save goes up. Uh, no, it's, it's up. It's it's 16. God damn it! What'd you roll? <laughs> Wait, I how much damage are they taking? It. Oh god, it all circled around, dude! I nap failed! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jay, how much damage are you 5D10. doing? 5 10 Fuck me! That's a ninth level spell? No, it's a 5th level spell. Oh no no never mind never mind my bad yeah no that's that's yeah, all right. yeah it is he's got it right yeah. oh man he's rolling real good too guys I thought I did one d ten plus one above fourth I was like holy fuck <laughs> yeah yeah he, he rolled he didn't roll below a six um so he rolled let's fucker burnt how the much, turkey how much uh that's gonna be forty one points of damage Jake I die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you take 20 points of damage, Agram, where's that going to leave you? I'll still be alive. That's good. He disappears in a flash of thunder, murdering Bach, who is now just I... a, a fluff of feathers, expelled Jay. away. No, no, I, I, I maintain that Bach is a burnt turkey. Jay, if I had saved and taken 20 points of damage, I would have been at one health and alive. It's a shame. Yeah. But you didn't. Son of a bitch, I gotta make another one. <laughs> It is important uh, to note, though, that Bach brought him to one hit point. God damn it! <laughs> it's important to note that Agram gets exploded. His eyes turn into cat eyes for a second and goes... <laughs> Death! 
he'll get you. Uh, uh, and then he stomps downstairs, finds a another uh, How many slots hostage. you got, bud? Okay. Yes, it is my okay. last slot. Uh, I'm going to make you actually roll it. The last two times I give you a full heal, but I know it doesn't actually do that. So, so okay, roll, cool. roll this one. That. Can, I, can I say my last words? Uh, yes. Hang on, I think I know what they were. Uh, Mary Soulsmith to all. Oh. Buck's name is erased from the naughty list. Wait, technically he's in bleed out, right? No, I'm t- no he's fucking did enough fucking damage. Let's just not. <laughs> technically he's in bleed out, right? I'm so glad that we get to meet Terry or whatever the other character's name is. Uh, <laughs> um, so the last thing we're going to end on is the sound of William Clay saying, We've done it. We've succeeded. The FBI is finally showing up to this event, just as we hoped. And as he says that, you hear on your sending stones, this is the Federal Bureau of Ice. Or sorry. Let me, hold on. Fuck. I fucked it up. You fucked everything up. How dare you fuck it up. But mostly Randall. You fucked Randall Randall up the most. Dude, how do I die twice from two net bales separately in different situations? Because you know what is necessary. God damn it. This is the- Commitment, Randall. Commitment. This is the Fairy Bureau of Ice. Come out with your hands up and give up immediately, or we're going to wreck your shit. And as they say that, you guys feel a weird sensation. Everyone who has magic ability, which is every warlock, every magic item, and everything suddenly shuts down. I don't have any magic items. Oh, I have the wand. If you have slots, these will be the only slots you have. Because all magic has just been cut. Ah, no magic. The ley lines have been severed. There is no power to the tower. And with that, as the ley lines shut down, the only thing that fueled the last lock on the seal that holds the sack, in a room deep underground, Theo watches a door open and the lights shine in his eyes, even though everything goes dark. Hey, tavern goers. Thanks again for joining us for another adventure on Torchlit Tavern. 
Hopefully you've been listening to us leading up to ARC 4, but if not, you can always go back to our beginning, or, if you are less inclined, I have provided a summary of the story so far at the beginning of episode 50. If you are looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Podbean, or any of your preferred podcasting services. Please continue to share, like, and most importantly rate us on whatever your preferred service may be. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you truly love our show and want to go above and beyond our dreams, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon backslash Torchlit Tavern, where we can reward you with bonus content, including blooper episodes, additional lore, or bonus episodes. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at TorchlitTavern at gmail.com or visit our website at TorchlitTavern.com. We also can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching Torchlit Tavern. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. You can find Ryan at RyanSCBSantos on Twitter. You can find Jeff at Big underscore J underscore The Badman on Twitter. And you can find Randall on Instagram at Argo Omega. Additional music used in this episode was from Incompitech.com, used under the Creative Commons license. The songs used were Deck the Halls B, Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies, Dance of the Tuba Plum Fairy, and Angels We Have Heard on High, all by Kevin McLeod. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Fuck your warlock, dear.